and welcome to Diagram for Downfall, the works of the Ramjack Schematorium. Hey, welcome to Ramjack. Hey. Um, this is a show hosted by Alex, that's me, and Brad, he's over there. Hi, hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. For long-time listeners, this might seem like a very strange but casual intro, and that's because it's casual January. Deal oh, with it. casual January. I love it. We have no itinerary other than just what we bring to the show. Ah, uh, which is mostly ourselves. <laughs> True, and our experiences. Um, not to worry, though. We're contemplating next month maybe picking themes back up again. We're not sure. And that theme would be the second episodes of television shows. That's right. That's right. You loved pilot season last year. God, I loved pilot season. Pilot season was pretty great. I went back and listened to all of those episodes for something that I hope to get on YouTube soon. And goodness, just listening to them, I was like, this is great. I love this. I think we should do pilot season again at some point, but no. Defo. February second episodes of television shows hmm. should we talk about future theme months for the podcast that we've that we've talked about um that we may or may not do yeah well dude it's casual if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen we're not right. making promises we're, yeah, just, we're saying. just saying these are thoughts we've had uh, maybe yeah. you could send some input um yeah we're talking about doing second episodes in february i was gonna say change in my mind yeah. Like, this is an open forum. Go to the Facebook group. Be sure to type something in if you have another idea, but change my mind. I mean, I'm cool with it. Maybe it, Brad's cool. Um, I know we also talked about um, going back to our pal, um, Mr. T, and doing a Mr. T month. Oh, yeah. Watch, so we can watch some more of that great cartoon. <laughs> I mean, the possibilities are endless in yeah. this brand new year of 2019. Absolutely. Um, There's a lot of things... Well, not a lot, but there's some things I have marked to talk about on the show, Brad. But there's one thing I'd kind of like to open with, if that's okay with you. Oh, please, please. The floor is yours. I don't know if this will be a new segment, but since we're going cash, I'll throw it to the wall and see if it sticks. Um, It's called Ask Reddit, Ask Ramjack. Mm. So um, I've grown to appreciate certain applications and websites more than I used to. One of those is Reddit. Another one is Twitter. I'll be honest. Twitter's the best. Yeah, I was not a fan of Twitter for the longest time. But over the last, like, six to eight months, I love it. It's one of my favorite. Obviously, I check my Twitter every day, just going through, creeping. I don't post much on Twitter at all, but I just see what's up. What are people up to? What's the word? What's the haps? Um, It's a necessity now. Yeah, it's it's how you get your news. Like, come on, come on. Oh, yeah, the fastest in many cases. Um, But Reddit is also interesting because it can also be a source of news. Um, But some of the things on there, it's it's almost like a carnival. You're not really sure what you're going to happen across. Um, So here is a question posed and ask Reddit. What is the creepiest thing that's happened to you personally that made you question reality? Mm -mm. Now, I bring this up because... As you're going through Twitter, a lot of these questions are like, whatever. And even this one, you can easily pass up. But for some reason, it struck me when I looked at it. And I thought, well, this is strange. So I started looking at the answers. And a lot of them are just what you would expect. Some people were lucid dreaming and didn't really understand what was going on. Um, 
some people are just lying. Like they, they say things that are silly. Like me, almost like, do you remember that one UFO abduction thing that I, I'm sure you do? Cause Brad and I used to be terrified of extraterrestrials and the stories made the rounds in our youth and any of the UFO stuff about the couple that was driving. And suddenly they went through a fog cloud and then they ended up driving. And when they got out of the cloud, they were like in a different country or something, or like time had oh. jumped forward. People were bringing up stuff like that, but it's also all kind of partially in lead speak. So it's people basically regurgitating these stories, but I would, in the language of the youths, if you will, which is entertaining. But it made me think, Brad, has there ever been a moment in your life where something happened to you and you thought, wait, what? That made you question reality. Question reality? Like in a spooky way? No. Well, I don't know how, I'll tell you how, I have two answers to this question. Because I have two things, because I thought, I mean, nothing's really made me question reality, but there's been times I've stopped and thought, what the hell is going on? I need to take a second to just make sure everything's okay. Um, One of them that I can remember was when I was in high school. I was in English class. Brad and I weren't in the same English class. Um, It was either junior or senior year, and I was reading an assignment. I had to read a play that... I think was around the Salem Witch Trials. It wasn't the Crucible. It was something else, which is already off-brand Salem Witch Trial play in some book assigned to us. I'm like, okay, fair enough. And I was reading it, and I got to a point where I stopped halfway through and said, wait a minute, does this rhyme? And it had been... It was... Suddenly, it seemed, it started to rhyme. Like, every verse led into the next one as a rhyme scheme from character to character. And I thought, wait, what the fuck? Did this rhyme the entire time? Or is this some kind of weird play bullshit? It was rhyming the entire time. I had read half the play and never realized it had rhymed. And to this day, I don't know if it actually did rhyme. It could have been reality (laughs) changed. Which is weird, right? Like, I I put the book down and was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I looked back and no, it didn't rhyme at all. It always rhymed. It had rhymed the entire fucking time. How did I miss that? Like, I just didn't, like, it wasn't, I don't remember it being formatted in a way that you would easily pick up on it. And I didn't, like, it was like if you're reading something that rhymes and for some reason in your head, you never caught the rhythm. You just read it as if it was text. And I thought, well, this is pretty shitty because this isn't really that great. But then when it rhymes, I'm like, okay, I guess this is passable because, like, they have to rhyme everything. My brain didn't pick up on it until halfway through. That is an enigma. I have no idea how that happened. It made me question. If anybody reality. knows what this play about the Sandwich trial is, um, that seemingly rhymes for at least part of it, um, please let us know because I want to see what this is. I know, right? Like I, I couldn't look it up because I, I went online and tried to find it, and I couldn't find it through like the five minutes I tried to look it up. I'm sure it exists out there, but. And maybe it wasn't Salem Witch Trials, but I remember that specifically and thinking, how is, how did this suddenly start rhyming halfway through? But that's when I questioned reality, when something doesn't rhyme and then it rhymes, has rhymed forever. Has anything like that happened to you, Brad? Um, I mean, if we're, if we're opening up to that level, um, gosh, um, oh, I, I, um, I mean, on the lines of not being able to read things properly, um, which is, I, I will contend this is not my fault at all, um, a poem that I quite enjoy is Oscar Wilde's, uh, The Ballad of Reading Jail, which I remember the first time I read, I thought it was really cool and everything, but I couldn't quite understand it because I was like, what is the ballad of reading gull? Because it's Reading, as in the city, 
R-E-A-D-I-N-G, and uh-huh. Jail, the old uh, uh, G-A-O-L. Oh. Or, wait, is that right? Um, Audience. G-A-O-L, yeah. <laughs> Brad like, just questioned reality in real time. <laughs> question reality. Because it's a, it's, a, it's a great piece, but, I mean, listen, as a kid that was in Tennessee... It's not my fault that I didn't that I didn't no. know Reading Jail was um, spelled Reading Gale. I mean, no one's at fault here. No one's at fault. I mean, I definitely understood the context. I just thought maybe I wasn't understanding the reference. <laughs> like maybe the Reading Gull. Like maybe it's a. I, I I was like, is it is it like 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 uh, France used to be a, a Gaul or is it is this some reference to something I don't get? Like he's. He's in prison, so he's got a lot of time to read. Is that what we're talking about? I don't. <laughs> I'm sure there's something here, uh, but I don't quite get it. <laughs> the only other time that I can think of where I questioned reality was um, I took a nap one afternoon. Everything starts out just kind of mundane, right? You take a nap in the afternoon because for some reason you're super tired and you got a hot date later that day, and you're like, I need to take a nap so I can stay awake for this. <laughs> So you take a- <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> I got a hot date tonight. I better take a nap so well, I'm able to stay up. This is well before I met Emily. So I was definitely pretty young. I don't know what happened before. Like, I was Ben was my roommate at the time. Like, it was a long time ago. I was um, in my 20s. I had to take a nap before a date. I was exhausted for some reason. I don't remember what happened. Maybe we stayed up really late the night before. I don't remember. I had to take a nap. So I took a nap. And I woke up, but it wasn't the afternoon, it was the morning. And I thought, well, that's weird. So I got up, um, I went, I took a shower, I got out, brushed my teeth, looked in the mirror, and something felt weird, and I woke up again. And thought, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? And it's like, that was fucking weird. And I got out, and Ben's there, I'm like, Ben, you're not gonna believe this. Dude, I had a dream where I woke up, he's like, really? I was like, yeah, super weird. And I go to the bathroom, and I get in the shower, and I wake up again. And Ugh. I freak the fuck out. Like, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you just inceptioned yourself. It happened two more times. What? And by the time I actually woke up, I I was like shaken and thought, whoa. But it was the afternoon, so I wasn't scared. Just like, oh, well, that makes sense. I must have just been dreaming. <laughs> and I just, I got up and I got ready and everything was fine. But when you wake up over and over again and your dream feels so real and you're talking to people about having woken up, it is jarring. Hey, Alex, you're too much weirder. What? You're still asleep. Wake <gasps> up. <laughs> that's that's my story. Those are my stories of when I questioned reality. Listeners, if you have anything, please get the Facebook and tell us. Brad, anything else that you can think of? I I I, I do. I, I There's a lot of stories that I know you have that an, an, a, a lesser person than yourself, Brad, would have been like started questioning reality when just weird circumstances happened to you. But I, mean, I don't know. Obviously, you don't question reality at that point, but other people might. Well, such as what? I don't, I don't I'm not. I do. There's a lot of stories that you <laughs> Fascinatingly, just coincidental. One of oh, my we, favorites. Mm-hmm, well, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go for it. Well, I mean, th- back when we were younger about high school, the, the time you got attacked by wasps before you went oh. on a hot day. <laughs> God, that was a nightmare. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Yeah. But who does that happen to? Like, when would yeah. that, how does that happen? But that's the stuff of sitcoms and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, didn't you say one time you were so sleep deprived that you hallucinated a horse or something in your house? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, no, sleep deprivation hallucinations are... <laughs> Dime a dozen. But it never yeah. makes you question reality because you no. were grounded. You know what's happening. 
Yeah, because I always know, oh, I'm very tired. I'm seeing things now. I've seen a horse. I've seen a turtle. Like, yeah. Oh, hallucinations. Oh, easy. Easy. Don't even count them anymore. They scare me, man. The concept of having a hallucination scares me. Like, oh, well, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, hallucinations are... The only problem is if you if you lose, like, grounding in reality. Like, if you, like, become, like, a... a like, you know, when you, you have, like, dementia or something and are hallucinating, then there's a problem. As long as you got your wits about you, you know, okay, I'm just seeing things because I am very tired. It's fine. Totally. <laughs> Oh, oh, for the record, I I do have a, a Mormon hobber. Alex, what's happening so, with the weather? What's happening with the weather up there? Um, craziness. So they had predicted about three to five inches of snow. They drew back a little bit, maybe two to four inches. And we ended up getting eight to ten inches of snow. Oh, I'm so jealous. It was good snow too, friend. Like it was oh. just wet enough to where it packed perfectly to build like snowmen or have a snowball fight or sled. Oh. I mean, I'm not, I'll be honest, I thought of you when it snowed. I was like, God, if Brad had just come up here a little sooner. Seriously? And it, it was wet enough to once you treated, like, once the streets were cleared and treated, like, it melted enough to where it didn't cause any real harm. Like, it wasn't really unsafe to drive. Nice. We still have, like, inches of it outside right now. Oh. God, it, uh, it just, it, here it just varies between one day it's hot and one day it's pleasant. And that's winter in Florida. Yeah. The marshland that is Florida. I mean, it's I'll be, it's fun. I had ju- I had just talked to people in my life recently around. He's like, when was the last time we had a good snow here? I, I want another snow, and we got it. Nice. Is that has me question reality? Nope, because that's just you know coincidence. Yeah. This is Vera's first snow that she can actually go out Aww. and play in, and she's fucking loving it, dude. Nice. She uh, can't wait to get out. She's got her boots. She's got her little hat, her little gloves. And she will stay out as long as we will let her stay out. Like, she's not affected at all. Now, it's not bitterly cold. Like, it's cold, but the wind isn't blowing, so it's not super cold. We built a snowman. She loved doing that. At one point, she decided to uh, take on the 8 to 10 inches of snow, uh, which she can barely walk through. Um, But she'll go through it. And she wanted to go to the mailbox and just kind of check in with the mailbox. And then she walked back. At one point, she wanted me to take her in her car stroller uh, just around the neighborhood. She's like, let's get in my car stroller. Let's go on the sidewalks. No problem here, Dad. I tell her we can't do that. And she gets kind of like upset. She doesn't understand. So I take her down to the sidewalk and show her. And she's like, oh, okay, I guess we can't do that. And then just goes on her way like, okay, cancel that, Dad. We're fine. We don't have to actually go through the snow. Nice. Um, she made, she wanted me to, with a shovel, help make paths through the snow for her so she could kind of, like, make her own maze and just run around for them in a long time. That was fun. We had a snowball fight. One of my favorite things is we went sledding. So I actually have a hill behind my house, my hill, that we can slide sled down. And here's the coolest part, guys. I am 34, almost 35 years old, and I have never really gone sledding in my life. Yeah. When would you ever do that? Right. Yeah. We will, I, growing up, we never had enough snow for that to be a possibility. No. I remember when I was like three or four at my grandparents' house, and they were trying to sled on a sled, but they wouldn't let us actually sl- slide because Katie was young, my sister, and I was f- three or four. So they kind of drug us around the yard. I'm like, this isn't sledding. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> But fair enough. So we have a little kind of like sled, like this little um, green disc. And I went up to the top of my hill with her and we slid down. 
and we went like a through a few feet. We slid it. We did it again, and we went like twelve feet. We did it again, and we're getting like twenty feet of just so fucking awesome. Like I, I get it. I can see how why it's so fun. As I was putting stuff up when she after she went inside. I went back out there and I was like, I think I'm just going to slide by myself just once. Just do it once or twice, maybe. Just to, you know, this is fun. <laughs> so I did. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, so we did all that and that was super cool. Like, we're really enjoying the snow. Nice. nice. Um, something that was a little odd was I went out and because the snow had gotten to where we could travel out and about. The weirdest part was that it started to snow. Like, we had actually three rounds of snow. So I had gone out to get something for us for dinner, just, like, take out somewhere. And it started to snow on the way back. And I couldn't get back out my driveway. So I get out. I start shoveling the snow off my driveway. And then I'm eventually able to get back up. But then I look at my front tires, Brad. And they are on the precipice of being destroyed. Like, they are so, like, bald. And I had never noticed this, that I was terrified that my tires were just going to explode when I got in the car again. Like, I... I'm ashamed, but also perplexed, questioning reality. How the hell did my tires get like this and I not notice? Because I could have sworn like a, a week ago they were fine. Whatever. We got my tires changed or new tires during a snowstorm um, because we just did, which was weird. The only place that was open was a Walmart. They took very little information from me. And honestly, I, I'm kind of glad I got my car back, but it was really hit or touch or go there for a minute. That's the that's what happens when you have to break down and go to the Walmart. Yeah, auto. it's like I you can I feel like you guys didn't ask enough. I mean, I'm glad that you're not going to try to upsell me because you don't care. But I I don't really. I hope you're putting tires on and not like like duct taping a, a fly swatter to the roof because I don't know. I was a little worried. Because I just left my car in a parking lot with the hazard lights on in the one trail that was leading to and from the auto body part of Walmart, because that's all there was at this point. And I asked them, is it cool? Like, do I need to pull it around? He's like, oh, I'll take care of it. And I was like, all right, car, I hope you make it. I, I love you, buddy. I hope you get new tires. Um, so they took my phone number and name, and that was it, and my car keys. Um, days later, I get a call from the police. I'm kidding. Um, they say they're going to call me that afternoon. It'll take forever, but they'll get it done. Um, I call them around three, which is three hours before they close and say, Hey, you know, I'm just calling to check in on my car. If it's not done, that's cool. You know, I can pick it up tomorrow morning. They're like, Oh, we called you already. We just called you. It's ready. I left a message on your phone. They did not call my phone, Brad. No, no, no message. So either no. they also, were about to they, call. Also, they had it done like in an hour. <laughs> or in my mind they were like frantically trying to get it done while i was driving too it's like fuck let's get it done i don't like i don't know what the game is there but in my mind i thought did they call the wrong number is someone else racing to go get my car from walmart and no, steal my no, identity no, no in my car called. listen here's the one here's again with the with the auto um auto work at walmart here's the one thing you can trust nobody's doing extra work. <laughs> they're, they're, they're never going to pull that game where, oh, well, you know, we think we should be, replace this too. You're never going to get that. No. Like, you'll be lucky if they screw everything on <laughs> correctly. And you'll have to worry about that. But you're not going to get screwed <laughs> over. It's going to be cheap and it's going to get done enough. <laughs> but no, no one's putting in any extra effort at all. I drove off with four brand new tires, the treads and intact. Yeah. As long as long as they didn't fall off when you were driving away, you're fine. 
Guys, check your tires. I'm telling you, I in a heartbeat, you can have your tires just how, like. How long do tires last? It's it's been a while since I've owned a car. So it depends on the tire, I guess. And I'm getting this just from my new tire knowledge because the Walmart right. uh, associate did try to educate me slightly on it. So you buy for like a certain grade or whatever. So mine right now are I think forty to sixty thousand miles, and they should be good, barring yeah. any like punctures or anything. Sure, sure, sure. Some you can get for like sixty to eighty or eighty to a hundred. The low I, end tires I, go twenty to forty. I'm I, all right. That's that's already like more work than more math than I want to do. Yeah, it's I, thousands I, of miles. You should be yeah. good. Yeah, I got I, my when I bought my car, it had brand new tires on it, so I'm I'm I know I'm fine. I just should probably at some point make a note of of that. I thought mine were brand new when I bought them. They weren't because I definitely haven't driven twenty thousand miles since I bought my car. So they lied to me. Um, but hey, you know, we live and we learn. It's also those Ohio roads. True. Potholes everywhere. Just gravelly. Not like those Tennessee roads. Again, the only thing Tennessee does right. True. <coughs> I mean, barbecue. Barbecue, oh, oh. barbecue and roads. Barbecue and roads. My apologies. I forgot barbecue. I forget barbecue exists outside of Tennessee because I don't eat it outside of Tennessee. Well, because like you, you don't have an option. No, um, that is the good. That is one of the benefits of Florida. We do have barbecue. Nice. And Fuck yeah, you've got barbecue. Yeah, we get barbecue. We get barbecue all over the place. But what I realized, because we do, we have a fair amount of like good barbecue places. I mean, still not like Tennessee barbecue because that's like a special thing that really only I think exists in West Tennessee. Um, but there's a pretty good place that's nearby, and I always for, they have a drive-through, but I always forget they have a drive-through. Huh. And like last. I think it was last week. I was like, it was lunch, and I was like, I am really hungry. I don't want to go and like wait for. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> there's drive-through barbecue, <laughs> and it's like right there. It's right between my work and home. Oh, that's perfect, man. Oh yeah, yeah. That's serendipity, as far as like, yeah, you got to go get that barbecue. It's great. It's great. Great. Love it. Love it. Also, just like on a, on a Tennessee tangent, I got on a real uh, iced tea kick lately. Really? Yeah, which is, I haven't really drank iced tea since I was a kid. I, I never liked the tea in Tennessee because it was always super sweet. And unsweet tea was too bitter, so I was like, pass. But as an adult, I do enjoy the occasional unsweet tea. Yeah. Or even, like, lightly, super lightly sweetened tea. Or unsweetened, but bring out the equal. Equal. That's the there way you go. go. That's interesting. What, we, what made you go with the tea recently? What jogged your memory of taste and flavor to be like tea? Well, for one, um, I'm just living in this amazing world of having a kitchen and a refrigerator, um, which is just a real game changer. Um, you can brew tea. I can brew tea. I can make lemonade. Um, I can have like a, a the uh, the giant uh, Brita uh, uh, pitcher uh, for cold water on the, ready. Oh, it's so nice. So nice. Everything's so, like, different. I got these options. I got these options now. So I just I felt like I'll make some tea because I can. It's a novelty. I I have one more snow story, but I have a question for you that's kind of related to tea, except oh, that it's coffee. Um, oh, what a flip. So I got Emily, one of the gifts I got her for Christmas was a few months subscription to a, 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 a mail coffee uh, service where they mail you four bags of unground coffee. And they're beans that are... Um, they're not whole, but like they're small farms that only like yield certain amounts and they're from all over the world. And they give like a little, they have a cool postcard with each one of the little bags telling you about it. And 
it was advertised that you could tell them your flavor profiles after the first one, and then they would start sending you your own. But Emily couldn't, it didn't seem to have that option now, which is weird. This one came highly uh, regarded because I did my due diligence and researched it. But there tends to be like two types of coffee that they are sending her. Some of them are more chocolatey, like cinnamon, those kind of flavors. And the other ones have uh, elements of fruit um, in them. Chocolate, nuts, cinnamon, spice, and then fruit and something else, mainly just fruit-flavored coffee. And she hates those. She's like, I can't use two of these out of the four bags. I appreciate the gift. I love it. But what are we going to do with this? What I've never, I mean, I don't drink coffee regularly like other people do. I make coffee for Emily. Like, I make all of her coffee. Um, and it's fun to grind the beans up. Like, I get it and it smells great. I just don't drink black coffee. Um, but what are your thoughts on citrus flavored coffee? Have you come across this? Because I hadn't. I've never, I've never tasted, a, I, well, I don't, I don't go heavy on like, like the flavored coffees. Like, I, I, I want, I like a, like a, I like just a dark coffee or like a, a breakfast coffee, but I've I like I've never really jumped into like the flavor town. Is that like a cultural thing? Like, are there some cultures that really like that kind of fruity addition to it? And it's very light. Like, if any flavored coffee is not like yeah. overbearing like this. Like, it's roasted to have these flavors. So, I, I don't I don't know because I I mean I'm just never a dollar because I I would I tend to prefer to you know throw my flavors in after the fact. Like, I'm all yeah. down for like a kooky creamer. Are uh, are just like putting something in a coffee, um, but I, I don't. I've never done a fruit coffee. I don't even know what that's like. I'm gonna have to brew some of it and try it because she I mean, she'll try them, yeah. but she's like, no, pass. So I have these fruit coffees. I tried to take them to work and be like, hey guys, free like artisan. Um, <laughs> okay, Alex, when I come up, we're, we're gonna have a fruit coffee <laughs> taste we, test. We really should. I mean, we will. Um, because I mean, dude, I don't I don't know what it tastes like. And I can't I'll, I'll bring the give half these and things half. away. I'll bring the half and half. You bring the fruit-flavored coffees. We'll get a bunch of Dixie Cups. Everyone at my work was like, fruit-flavored? Like, fruit-roasted? I'm like, yeah. They're like, nah, that doesn't sound good. I don't want it. So I can't even give it away. But we will use this. We'll do it might, do some like, research. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, I, I'm try- I just, I've never, I've never, because it's not something I would buy. I would never buy a bag of it to try it. It might be good. I can't think of, I mean, I don't really see it to be sold often because yeah. when I stand in front of the coffee aisle getting coffee for Emily, I'm like, all right, she likes hazelnut sometimes. She likes French vanilla. All of these are pretty much nut flavors or like you said, like breakfast flavors or like heavy yeah. into chocolate or cinnamon. Fruit flavored ones may be a row, maybe like part of yeah. one. And these are all like artisan, like again, like small farm cultivated coffees. So I, again, I, I wonder if it's a cultural thing that we just don't have here. I, I don't think it's a I cultural don't know. thing. I, I think it's just a. I, no, Brett, I, I have never come across fruit and fruit well, infused coffee here's before. The thing, and granted, I, I'm not. I, I think the thing is when you when you do one of these subscription things, like. The half of the reason they're able to, to make the deal is, like, oh. they get stuff that's not selling. <laughs> like, they, there's somebody that's got, like, a lot of grapefruit-flavored coffee, and he's like, um, I really gotta get this off. I gotta, I gotta shift to this product. All the bitterness of coffee mixed with the same bitterness and oversweetness <laughs> of a grapefruit. Will you? <laughs> Dark roast. Oh, grapefruit. Back to snow stories really quick. This is one for... This one might get a little queasy, guys, so bear with me, all right? It might get a little gross, but bear with me. So one of my coworkers told a story about how his kids 
Um, he has three young children. I would say around Joey's age. Snow happened, beyond excited, went out, got their winter gear out of storage, bundled up, went out and played for hours. Would come in every once in a while, warm up for a little bit, and then go back out and play. Um, when it came time for them to come into the house, like the final time, they come in, and after a few minutes, there is a horrendous smell emanating from the children. My coworker was kind of confused. Like, they're young. He's like, all right, guys, is everyone okay? Like, someone sm- does everyone smell that? Like, what is that? Not trying to, like, really embarrass them, but also, like, look, we got to take care of this because this smells horrible. The kids are like, no, I can't think of anything. And the boy, um, because it's two girls and a boy, the boy was kind of silent. And immediately, that's the one. Hey, kid, um, what's going on? He's like, I don't know what's going on. So they they take him to the bathroom. They're like, all right, strip down, see what's up. We're going to leave. We'll come back. Strips down. His clothes are fine. He strips down to his socks. Uh, and I, and for a second, he's like, they hand his, he hands his clothes out. They look at his clothes. He's like, he's like, I don't smell anything. They're like, well, that's weird. Um, smells getting worse, like worse, worse. Like I, they cannot be in the same room. They're gagging. Um, they realize that the kid took everything off but his socks. They're like, well, dude, take off your socks. They give his clothes back, hand out the socks. The socks smell horrible. And they're like, oh, this is disgusting. But why do the socks smell bad? They go to his boots, Brad. Oh, and inside the boot is a dead mouse. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Turns out, apparently in the storage that they had set this at, they had set the boots upright and a mouse had fallen into them during storage and just died in there. Like he couldn't get out. Oh. And this little kid didn't know and it didn't smell immediately because it was dead and it didn't really start smelling because until his foot went in there and because he didn't really notice that he's a kid, his warm foot slowly warmed up this dead mouse. I mean, obviously they burned the house down and now they're looking for a new home or to rebuild because what do you do after that? What do you do after that? How do you recover? Throw out the socks. Throw out the boots. Throw out the kid. (laughs) Bye. Bye little Timmy. Timmy then took a bath for four hours. Timmy 2 is going to be much better. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Timmy. Those are pretty much all my snow stories. So, I recently saw two movies, Brad. Um, one of them you have seen, and I'm really late to the party because it just started streaming on Netflix. And the other one just released in December, but I just watched it recently. Okay. I'm going to start um, with the first one, and that is Solo, A Star Wars Story. Mm, okay. Um, Not bad at all. No, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, that's... That's kind of what your reaction was the f- when you talked about it. It was like, yeah, it's fine. Like, what else do you want from a Star Wars movie? It's just a fun romp. It's like a caperish thing. Yeah. It's fine. You like Star Wars? Well, you're going to like Solo. I don't see why you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't remember what the backlash from this was. Like, watching it, I was thinking, why did anyone not? I mean, I know why I didn't want to see it. But it's because I was Star Wars fatigued and I can't go see movies because I have two children and it's hard to get that time. Yeah. Without feeling guilty about leaving kids at home or, you know, your wife to watch it. I mean, you just can't. It's selfish. But. Well, the, the problem is people people forget that movies aren't very good. Like, it's not a good medium. Like, movies just aren't very good. Can that so, not be said enough? Like <laughs> They're it, just not great. Like, they're fine. It's fine. It's fine. But movies are kind of a shitty medium. Like, they're just not very good. Even the best movies are good. But, I mean, come on. 
I some people I remember were talking about how they felt it was weird. Do we really need a Han Solo movie? To which I'm like, do you really need any Star Wars movie yeah. at all, or any movie? You don't need any of them. They're all unnecessary. I could say that criticism of any film. Yeah. Do I need it? Even no. the best films in the world. It's like, look. Yeah. The Godfather Two, pretty great movie. I think The Godfather One is better personally, but, um, but do I need it in my life? I mean, it's good to have. It's great, but yeah, I, Casablanca, great. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Do you need it? No, you'll be yeah. all right. It's fine if, if we you don't never have see it. it. You're fine. Doesn't really matter. It's a movie, but I love that movie. That movie's amazing. It's art. So what? <laughs> I mean, you could say that about everything now that I think about it, but movies in particular, yeah, but guys, come in on. Particular. And like, I love some movies. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not. I don't want to be a hypocrite here. Don't. Like they're fine. They're good. We yeah. enjoy movies. We all like movies, but the, the expectations people have on movies is it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it only becomes annoying and weird, and only becomes like, all right. Let's reassess our let's reassess reality, guys. When someone hypes up things like Solo, the Star Wars movie, where a whole group of people who are fans boycott or do weird stuff around it for no apparent for arbitrary reasons, because it's serviceable, it's fine. Yeah. Oh, but it ruins it ruins the it ruins the whole franchise. Well, then don't watch it. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like I I don't know. Like just. just to watch it like it's fine are you looking like, for yeah. answers from me person that's uh, complaining about it because i don't know what to tell you other than don't watch it if it does if it's gonna bother you yeah just like forget about it like oh you watched it and it ruined everything well just don't watch it again like it's cool like you know you don't have to interact with that movie again like you don't have to you don't have to be a part of it all you don't have to see all the movies you can just watch some of the movies or none of the movies it's all fine <laughs> my There's identity so much shit going on my identity as a person is Star Wars. Your identity sucks. <laughs> Maybe find an identity that's, you know, separated from Ewoks and um, Darth Maul or like who like, Gungans. If you're if your center point of your life, if Star Wars is such a part of your life. Maybe think about it, that Gungans are also a part of that, and maybe you should rethink something. Uh, to, to, to all the kids that are listening, because, you know, we, we have a, a huge contingent of, of very young listeners. Oh, um, yes, of course. Um, that are just, like, trying to figure things out in life. Here's a secret to life, guys. Your identity, like, it barely exists. It barely exists, and you can change it on a whim. Like, it's not, whatever your thing is that's, that's you, you can change it. Like it, that doesn't. It's it's not. It's not incumbent upon you to be that thing. Just like be a person. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The movie doesn't matter. Like there's important shit. Like Star Wars isn't the thing <laughs> that is you. Guys, it's like, escapism. Come on. <laughs> it's fun, but don't let don't get twisted. Don't get twisted in it. Um, I thought the guy who played Solo was fine. Yeah, it's fine. There was fine. so much vitriol around him. It's like, I don't think he's a good solo. He's not. A, I was like, guys, what are you talking about? He's more than serviceable. Yeah. Like, I can definitely see how this character turns into the Han Solo we see in the other movies. He's doing a great job. Leave him alone. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. I don't know what you want. But people people are incapable of judging actors, though. Like, that, I, I will stand by that till the day I die. Somehow, the entire world 
doesn't quite understand what actors do, what their part in a movie or film or theater is, and what what the limits are of what they do versus everyone else. Like people are incapable of working out the math. Well, people don't don't aren't don't know what that is. As well, far as like, like it's never no introduced one, to them. No one. I like I was in theater for years, and people in theater were incapable of like separating what an actor does versus what other people do. Like I don't know what's going on that people can't just figure out like when it's an actor's fault or when it's a script or the director or uh. anything else. Can you can you give an example of that? You don't have to. Like, I'm not trying to put you on blast or anything, but I'm curious as to how you would explain that I, to someone. Well, like, I, I stand by. Like, most of the time, people say somebody's a bad actor. Uh, oh, well, the, the the one that I pointed out a million times since we started the podcast uh, was Megan Fox. When the people were like, she's such uh, yeah. a shitty actress. But I'm like, how could you even tell? Like, <laughs> there's no way to know. She may not. She's probably not a great act i don't know there's no way to know there's no way to know she's not, i've never seen her in anything with a script that a human can pronounce those lines like she gets she gets cast in the worst parts because they're terribly written things in terrible movies if somebody's only in shitty movies there's no way to tell <laughs> You I mean, can't that's, blame an actor, and that's the most extreme example, of course. Isn't there? There were rumors Nicolas of Megan Cage. Fox. Look at Nicolas Cage. Oh, there you go. I I think most people, uh, well, I don't know if most people, but a majority of people would say, oh, he he was a really good actor, um, and then he just started, he became like this crazy person. Well, he didn't stop being a good actor. He's just in shitty movies. That is, I mean, that is a. That's a, a better way, I guess, because Megan Fox, what was the last movie she was in? The Ninja Turtles movie? Yeah, she's like, not, I don't know. We will never know if Megan Fox is a good actor. She's probably well, fine. She's probably perfectly serviceable because she, most people are perfectly serviceable actors that actually get cast in things because a movie costs too much to hire bad actors. There's lots of movies with bad actors. Watch any like mystery science theater movie. Like There are bad actors. <laughs> I know Megan Fox did a stint on The New Girl for a long, like a season or two. That show was also, I've been, I mean, that's years old at this point. So there was a show that she was on for a prolonged period of time. It was a main character. Like, she, I think she replaced the character, Zoe Deschanel, for some reason. Anyway, there's ways we could figure out if Megan Fox is a good actor or not. But I don't want to put in the time. I, Who has the time maybe, for that? Maybe. There was I, also rumors that she was going to... I don't know if I trust the new girl I don't, either. You can't trust the new girl. There's also There were also rumors, I don't know if there's any truth, because there was a while, like a few weeks ago, that she was going to join one of the Star Trek vehicles, Megan Fox, uh, which... There was... I, I saw something. I saw some interview about Megan Fox recently. That, oh, he, she was, like, talking about, like, aliens or something. She's a crazy person. Like, trust. Well, yeah. I mean, world's greatest human, but straight-up lunatic now. Um, definitely. But I stand by. Based on Transformers um, and Ninja Turtles, there is no way to know if she is, in fact, God. the worst actress ever. Some of the most beautiful pyramids in the world. <laughs> I mean, I mean find, with lines like that, find me a human that can deliver that. Because people are all, people also say want to say, well, some people, some actors can elevate uh, a bad script. No, no, that means they're just improvising around garbage, and that's not. You can't. You can't expect an actor to improve bad material. That's not their job. That's not what it's about. That's not how things are supposed to work. 
You can't blame an actor because they didn't do the extra work of fixing something that was broken. That's not their job. <laughs> I mean, those are these are very true words, friend. Like I, it's hard to tell that to people. Like it's hard to get people to know that. Again, no one's trained. No one thinks about that. I will say this made me watching Solo made me rethink a few things only because of the larger meta concept of the conversation around it. Also, quick point because I know a lot of people harp said this, and I don't know if you said it or not, but there was some talk about Solo wasn't a good pilot throughout the Solo movie. Um, I don't, I didn't see that. <laughs> when I was watching it, you saw a guy become a pilot, and I was like, all right, well, I guess he's taking risk and he's becoming a pilot throughout it. And then there was a point where like they merged the. Like the one robot with the computer of the Millennium Falcon, which is whatever. But that happened after he started doing, like, after he started showing really good pilot skills. And I'm like, all right, I guess fair enough. I don't remember. I remember that being a criticism of his character and thinking, this is bullshit. That's who cares if he's a good pilot or not. Yeah, I was like, guys, (laughs) I was misinformed about this bullshit. The thing I've always loved about Han Solo since the first Star Wars movie is what a great pilot he was. (laughs) Fuck off, nerd. They robbed him of his pilot skills. The robot did it all. I hate Star Wars now. Who could possibly My life is ruined. Who could care? Like, you know, like, there's, like, kids, like, in, like, in, like, prison camps, like, in America? Yeah. Like. I mean, that's a real thing, guys. That's a thing that's happening. And you're worried about whether Han Solo was a good pilot in the movie? I mean, I think that the, the beginning of this. What weird, creepy things have called you to question reality? Should be that. Yeah. I was like, watching the solo we movie. Live in a world where people are like more upset about whether Han Solo was a good pilot in the movie <laughs> than they care about the fact that we have been in fucking war like longer than we were in Vietnam. Useless, idiotic wars with no end in sight. There's kids in prison camps. Donald Trump. Like, is having, like, McDonald's banquets. Like, what? Kamala Harris is running for president. Like, what is happening? You're worried about Han Solo's a bad pilot in the movie? Answer me this, Brad. Did any of this stuff happen before the movie Solo, A Star Wars Story, ruined the world? Yeah. No, it didn't. That's bullshit. Trump just had his Wendy's. I'll correct you, by the way. Recently. And so did that woman, whoever the hell she is, running for president, was a recent announcement. All past the point that Solo was released in theaters. Good day, sir. Is what a lunatic who would be, like, defending their stance on this would say. (laughs) You're right, dude. Like, I, look, I don't want to deny anyone their escapism. I, too, escaped into Star Wars for about an hour and a half or however long the fuck Solo is. Just for fun. Well, at night. I get it. But I didn't lose scope of a lot. I I didn't let it consume my life. I didn't go into deep subreddits and start posting about my opinions on it because it doesn't necessarily matter. It's a fun movie. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I I feel like the amount of time it should take up in your life is like 20 minutes tops maybe. Like of to like me, the thoughts. bigger conversation is the one we're having of why yeah. someone would go crazy over this because it's not an issue. Yeah, it's weird that someone would have a reaction like that to a fun, like fantasy romp beyond what it should be. I, well, it's because like we live in this world where like everything is like just disgust 
forever because there's like a, a, a pathetic, awful uh, class of like mutants on the internet that like make 15 cents a click like writing stupid articles about this shit and people are just bombarding Truth. themselves with it 24-7 going to all these fucking idiotic useless websites about movie news talk about movies what do you think about the controversy about casting whoever is blah 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 no one cares fuck off with that shit <laughs> like I like there's like websites discussing upcoming movies I Everyone involved with that shit should be the first to the gas chambers. <laughs> like, I mean, there's a lot of people we got to take care of, but those people first. If you, I, I was if you like survive, if you make a living off writing 300 articles about upcoming movies, like, oh my god, what is your life? Why do you care? Well, that's. I mean, that's most of YouTube is people reacting to things. In a way, Ramjack is partially that, but at a different level and scale. Like, it's different, <laughs> I would say, fundamentally. Um, the only last things I'll say about Solo is that I, besides that I did enjoy it, I thought Lando was awesome. Donald Glover did an amazing job with that. Um, I really liked, I, I just liked how they handled everything. I thought, this is a good Star Wars movie. I enjoy it. Thank you. Um... The other movie I saw recently, I'm not sure I would say I enjoyed it. I, If we're doing official Ramjack rankings, Solo Story, Fun Ride. Dumpling is interesting. <laughs> nice. What is this movie? <laughs> Dumpling is a Netflix original movie that debuted in December of 2018. Hmm. Not a Christmas movie. Hmm. Uh, here's the synopsis. A plus-size teenage daughter of a former beauty queen signs up for her mom's pageant as a protest that escalates when other contestants follow in her footsteps, revolutionizing the pageant in their small town in Texas. Yeah, that's a that's a definitely uh, hmm, synopsis. Who is in this movie? We have Jennifer Aniston. Whoa. That's star power. Oh, I was saying... All right, that's theoretical star power. Theoretical star power. What if I told you that uh, Danielle McDonald is in this? Don't know who that is. Have you seen Bird Box? No, I have not. You haven't seen Bird Box yet. Um, Sandra Bullock vehicle. I want to see it. It looks it looks interesting. Huh. Um, she is in two movies. This movie and Bird Box, as far as I know. Um, and in Bird Box, she will play someone who's pregnant. Is all I got to say. That doesn't spoil anything at all. And in this movie, she plays the lead. She plays Dumplin'. Um, also, um, there is a girl who is on Disney Descendants, I think. I know this only because... Did she fuck did watch Dopey? It. Did she fuck Dopey? She did not fuck Dopey. No. So she is adjacent to the scandal that is Descendants. But while I was watching this movie, because I knew Jennifer Aniston was in it, and thought, oh, there's Jennifer Aniston. And then this woman, her name's Dove Cameron, came on. I was like, Dove Cameron from Descendants? And then... Uh, Michael from Lost shows up, and I'm like, Michael from Lost? You're st- I didn't realize you were still doing work, dude. Cool. <laughs> didn't realize you were still doing work. Ouch. Look, I don't watch a lot of television. Well, well, he well, has Harold, up until Harold, recently. <laughs> I, up until recently, he's been doing it. I mean, he's gotten steady work. Like, he's doing work. But mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him outside of Lost in a while. And I thought, well, there wicked, you go. Wicked burn on Harold Perrineau. I think he's worked more than Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I mean, definitely recently. Um, so 
There were some other, like, random people that I don't remember the names of, but those were the three people, or four people, I thought, okay, I know who these people are-ish. Other than the lead character, I'd never met her until now. Yeah, it's a, it's a coming-of-age tale around a Texas pageant, and it's what it is. <laughs> um, <sighs> there's a question that the movie made me ask, and I know the answer to this, but the way it's presented the movie is so inauthentic to me that it was a little offensive and weird, and I'm not 100% sure how to process it. Um, Brad, how entertaining is lip-syncing to you? Very little. Very, real bottom, real bottom shelf entertainment. What if I told you that the lead of this movie and two of her friends go to a bar where essentially the whole evening is people lip-syncing on stage to Dolly Parton songs, and this changes their life in a way. Is that even possible? God, I hope not. Lip-syncing. Now, it's different. Now, don't get it twisted. If you go to a bar and there are people singing Dolly Parton songs and they're doing a really good job, okay. I mean, Dolly's got some pretty good hits out there. There's only like two or three that I can think of off the top of my head that I, I also enjoy, but she has a huge discography, and that's part of the... That's one of the sub-stories of this show, or movie, is that Dolly Parton is basically the only music you hear in all of this. Fair enough. But I... Lip-syncing? Like, how is that entertaining or a show? Now, here's the thing that puts a twist on it. So they go to this bar, and it's all drag queens doing the lip-syncing. And I didn't... That's totally cool, like, drag queens or whatever. I'm not a huge fan of drag shows personally, just because... Well, I mean, any fashion show. I mean, if I go to a place and people are just on stage, I don't know. Other than, like, the outfits, I don't get a lot out of it. But when you add lip syncing to anything, if it would be different, again, if they were singers, like, oh, this is great. I could see how this would change a kid's life if they were singing it and they felt, like, included and everything. But just lip syncing? Like, is that possible? Um, Michael from Lost is a drag queen, and he is the best performer in this entire thing. Because, one, I was expecting Michael from Lost, whereas my boy got... Michael, a drag queen, and he is committed to this in a way that is just amazing. Like, he, much like Jennifer Connelly, completely elevates um, that one movie, He's Just Not That Into You, just by taking it seriously, much more serious than everyone else, and like, holy shit, it's the same way. He is the only th- only person in that entire scene that made me think, okay, this could, this could happen. People going to a bar, people are lip-syncing, and this changes someone's life. This guy is the person making this believable to me. Because other than that, you can't convince me that people lip-syncing is going to do anything. Am I wrong, Brad? Is that weird? I, I listen. Like, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a music person to begin with. Um, I'm not a dance person. I, I don't. I, but lip-syncing, with, like I get everything else. Like I understand. Like I don't. I mean, yeah. I think if I would, I would rather watch somebody actually sing a song than lip-sync a song. Of course. Um, but I, I feel like neither are things that I am going to seek out because I, I've, I've had my fill. I, I don't need to see that anymore. I'm done. I'm, I don't, don't, not, not interested. Not interested. Not Doesn't interested at all. Doesn't There's an app out right now. It's pretty popular called TikTok. And I think it's also waning where you do that. You lip sync to songs and you can do little videos, but they're only like 15 seconds long. Yeah. And that's as long as you should tolerate lip syncing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. This isn't hours of entertainment. Stop. This is the only thing in this movie that was... uh, This was the point in the movie where I was like, what the hell's going on? I can't deal with the lip-syncing part. In in Solo, it was when Ron Howard's brother showed up out of nowhere, and I thought, well, holy fuck. I know what... I I was completely taken out. 
when the vision showed up as a bad guy masquerading as a bad guy in Solo, I thought, wait a minute, is this a Marvel crossover? Was this movie filmed in the Marvel Universe? I don't know how to, like, deconstruct that. That took me out. When I was watching Dumpling, the only thing that took me out was the fact that there were people in there like, wait, is that Jennifer Aniston? Okay, is that Dove Cameron? Is that Michael from Lost? Lip syncing? I'm out. This is not believable anymore. This isn't doing anything. Other than that, great movie, I would say, for what it is. Interesting from that respect. But I, it just, I'm just not the target audience for it. Texas, no thank you. Coming of age story, I've seen, so, I mean, it's, it's serviceable for that, but okay. Jennifer Aniston being, like, this weird pageant stuff, not for me. Not anymore. I just, I just like, all right, this is fun, but, eh. I mean, it's set in Texas. Could, couldn't they have gotten a, a better work to, to um, ride by on a skateboard and then lose an election to Ted Cruz? See, that would have been a much more interesting movie. Well, what's up, guys? Just gonna have a shitty debate and then lose against Ted Cruz. Goodbye! I'm gonna be the president! Splat. Something else that was interesting about this movie are, made me question it, and it happens in a lot of movies where I would say there's teenagers or even kids, is that there are adults invested into these children and do their darndest without seemingly anything other than out of the goodness of their own hearts to help these kids do things. Taking hours, seemingly, in a montage of their own time, adult human beings to help these kids that up until a day ago, they didn't even know existed. Like, have very loose... I'm like, I know this is common in these movies, and in most times, I'm with it, and I don't know why. It could have been the lip-syncing thing that's made me question everything else about this Uh, movie. I hate lip-syncing. I it. may hate lip syncing. You hate it so much. When I, That's not your I, voice. You get out of here. <laughs> Brad, when I was driving through the snow and saw people with their cars parked on the street when they had huge driveways where they could have put their car in the street mm. and the snow plow had to go around them and it mm. impeded everyone's traffic, was I mad? Ooh. Was it one of the only times I've gotten mad in a long time? Yes. When I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, this is great. I'm enjoying seeing all these people showing up and like whatever. I mean, this I'm not the audience for this, but I get it. I like it. Lip syncing? Mm. Fuck off. Uh, lip syncing me- and people not parking in a garage. Like, it's the only you. thing that sets me off. It's the only thing you. that sets me off. Uh, I, w- the- I, wish, I wish I only had two things that set me off. <laughs> if it was in the summer... And there were people parked on the side of the road, and they were all on top of their cars dancing and lip syncing as I was driving by in mass. I would have to stop, put on the hazard lights, and just take a moment to cool down. Because I don't know if I can handle that. That would be one of those, am I dreaming what is real, what is not real? That's the only reason I questioned the convention of adults helping kids in this, because I was like... What's I don't know about this. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I can't most imagine the time it's fine. helping a random kid. Look, I was a counselor at a summer camp for years. Like I understand it. Like you I get in a helping to kids. Help kids. Yeah, you're not just helping a random kid. I'm helping a random kid. Now the only way like they were they were loosely attached to this kid. Okay. Not her friends through her aunt who died years ago. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. Oh, you're the daughter, you're the, no, you're the niece of the woman that we kind of knew a while ago. She really helped me, like, discover myself. I'm going to take eight, 16 hours of my week this week to, and also go to your pageant to help you out in remembrance of her. That is weird. I get, I get it. No. Uh, well, I mean, there's just enough. Look, 
all things being equal, there's enough there to be like, all right, cool. I'm not going to question this. We're all having fun. This kid needs to uh, come of age. He needs to discover herself. These people are helping her. That's great. But she lip synced <laughs> and threw everything off. <laughs> And I don't know what to think of this movie anymore. How does a movie go from, you know, it was a fun ride, to interesting in a heartbeat, fucking lip syncing? Whoa. I don't know why this makes me so mad. I'm getting mad right now talking about it. You're so angry about it. You hate it. You hate when, when people are pretending to sing, but they're not even using their own voice. There's a lot of great things to like about this film, too, but it lip synced. Mmm. That's all I got, friend. I, I'm sorry, I didn't it's pretty realize. Good. It's pretty good. I was confused by the film and why it bothered me so much. And it wasn't until just now that I realized you it was know. just a lip syncing scene. Problem. You don't like it. it. Makes you mad. Fires you up inside. Those false mouth movements. I don't know. Maybe just the cell. And again, not to belabor it, but I really need to talk. This is Jeez. a slight therapy thing for Jeez. Alex. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's because there's so much excitement over people just not singing but pretending <laughs> to sing. <laughs> maybe it's like this is a great time. Let's just mouth the words to this song and pretend to sing our hearts out. It's like motherfucker, why aren't you just singing? Mm. Yeah. Best part of the film at the end, everything is right with the world. Um. I, the plus a plus sized woman won second place at the pageant. Of course, Dove Cameron won um, as the pageant queen, but that's all right. We all came of age. We all discovered ourselves. Everyone's on stage at the lip sync bar. The saying that out loud, um, and they're all lip syncing. But then the music fades and they're all singing. And I'm thinking, why the fuck didn't we have this from the get go? And it's the last two seconds of the movie, and it's done. And I'm thinking, I need to take a minute. Wow. It was like, it was, it, again, it pushed me over the edge at the very end to just tease me with the, oh, they were singing the whole time. We just say, were they really singing? I don't know. Fuck off, movie. Mm. I don't know why I'm so mad about this. Hey, get we're gonna We're going to cool right. out. Let's do it's something right. else. Let's help people, Brad. It's I'm right. sorry. I just, I. I was going to play a little giving advice the game. Um, okay. <laughs> check in on a few of our friends at uh, LDS, LDS.net. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm at MormonHub. Nope. Sorry. I'm at ThirdHour.org. So many names. They need so much help. Oh. Hi, guys. I'm just a Seashmore. I'm just a Seashmore. Seashmore. S-E-A-S-H-M-O-R-E. Okay. Seashmore. Am I my brother's keeper? <clears throat> hmm. One of my roommates is also one of my best friends. He really is like the brother I never had. Star. Star? Um, go down to a footnote. Please don't launch judgment at me for living in mixed company. Oh, alright. Oh, brother. Um, <clears throat> space period. Um, Open parentheses. One of his sisters has been my roommate for years, period. In parentheses. We tease each other mercilessly. But when it comes down to it, we watch the same TV shows, period. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sentence. He, we tease each other mercilessly, comma. But when it comes down to it, we watch the same TV shows. Cool. I love I love how you actually read punctuation. It makes me feel like I'm getting a weird telegram when you read these things. I mean, it's important to understand how they are forming these things, yes. but 
I Listen. love the telegram-like feel when yeah. we're listening to Mormon Hub or whatever the hell it's called. It's important to shame people for for, for their sentence construction, um, especially when you're reading things from forums. Oh, yeah. Um, he has been working the last few years to prepare to serve a mission. Parentheses. I used to call him my summer brother, in quotes, because he lived with us for a summer to earn money. In parentheses. <laughs> uh, obviously, he had a job wherever you're at, and he lived with you, so he didn't have to pay rent. But okay. it sounds right. like right. It, I don't. I, I couldn't work it out. <laughs> I used to call him my summer brother because he lived with us for a summer to earn money. How? Okay, but yeah, okay, you you you, know. you worked it out, Alex. Thank you. Uh, uh-huh. Although he has faced a few setbacks along the way, comma, he seems determined to go, comma. And I often get excited when I think about him <laughs> receiving his own endowment. Out of the four of us who live here, soon to be five, comma, he and I are the only ones who are active in the church, and we both have a mixed bag of activity when it comes to family. Our dads are both temple workers, but our moms have abandoned the gospel. His oldest sister has a good grasp on managing an eternal family of eight, what? An eternal family of yeah, eight? an eternal family of eight. <laughs> Are they vampires? Yeah, yeah. Children of the night? Yeah, she yeah, she uh, married a Dracula, and uh, she's got oh. an eternal family of eight. Um, Explains why they don't go to the church anymore. Yeah, uh, it's a real mixed bag. Um, and his youngest sister is soon returning home from her mission. I bring all of this backstory to the table with the hopes to show how I feel about him. He's a little opie. I'm a little Aunt B, I guess. <laughs> weird. <laughs> that that is the weirdest thing out of this entire email. Or not email, but forum post. <laughs> He's a little OP. I'm a little Aunt B. What is the age? It's it's like your 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 friend's little brother. Like there's not much of an age difference. I mean, oh you tease each other God. mercilessly, and but you watch the same TV shows. You anyone who self-identifies as an Aunt B to someone else's Opie is a, that's a weird relationship dynamic. It is real weird. I make that's him, not little, that's I not make, summer brother. That's like... I share peanut brittle with them. Like, what are we yeah. talking about? He'll um, lick the spoon when I'm making <laughs> cookies. <laughs> I mean, you know, summer brother. Ugh. He's been dating the same girl for about six months now. No. They met at their previous job and have a few mutual friends. But she is not a member. God, I, I like her this well enough. This sounds so cultish. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. I like her I mean, well yes. enough. But I've gotten the feeling that she might not actually be all that good for him. No. About six weeks ago. I'm sorry. About three spaces. Arbitrarily. Six weeks ago, comma, we had a pretty bad snowstorm that forced three of our house associates to stay the night. <laughs> What is your living situation? <laughs> Three of our houses. What's an house associate? That's, I guess that's a Mormon <laughs> thing. Uh, it's vampires. These are our house associates. <laughs> Hello, house associate Norman. I, we had a pretty bad snowstorm that forced three of our house associates to stay the night. They stayed in his room together, and I trust them enough to have behaved. So, uh, three of our house associates to stay the night. Okay, whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't... They stayed in his room together, and I trust them enough to have behaved. Also, my room is directly below his. She's been staying over more often lately. 
Presumably, presumably because we live much closer to our job than our parents. Although I'm sure that's the reason. it hasn't been outright brought to my attention. She and I talked a few nights ago about... I, what are we talking about? She and I talked a few nights ago about sometimes getting our shoes confused in the morning. Come, our parentheses. Our feet are at least three sizes smaller than anyone else's. And... <laughs> 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 this is amazing. Our feet are at least three sizes smaller than anyone else's, and we both wear all black sneakers to work. In parentheses. I want that to be our feet are three sizes smaller than anyone else's in the world. <laughs> <laughs> we have the same specially made shoes. <laughs> oh. And, and I chatted with her on her way out the door Tuesday morning. It's clear that I know she stays. She stayed last night, comma, and I heard more bed squeaks than I normally do. The squeaks were soft, but suspect. What the heck were the three associates? Like, I love that they're mentioned and never mentioned again. Did they leave? <laughs> Are they still up there? Associates. I don't... Uh, and did they stay in the room with him? That's what it said. I don't know what we're talking about. Is she worried they were going to have an orgy? Like, why was she concerned about them behaving themselves? No clue. No clue. Because of my personal past with trying to blur the law of chastity and the brotherly affection I have for him, I'd like him to avoid that kind of trouble. I'm just not sure how to bring it up without bringing tension. Tension slash contention into the home. Tension slash contention <laughs> into the home. Any advice on how to do that slash what to say? Or should I just turn a deaf ear and blind eye? <laughs> <laughs> Suspect squeaks. I'm wide awake in my bedroom with a glass the on squeaks, the ceiling listening. The squeaks were soft, but suspect, Your Honor. <laughs> soft, but suspect. Oh. What did she say? Something about the laws of chastity? I've yeah. blurred them before? I, because of my personal past with, with trying to blur the law of chastity and the brotherly affection I have for him, I'd like to have him avoid that kind of trouble. I'm just not sure how to bring it up without bringing tension slash contention into the home. <laughs> Any advice love on how to do that? The word coupled with blurring the lines of uh, chastity tried to blur the lines of chastity. That is something that's both sad, but also like, oh, Mormon, what are you, God, what are you talking about? Um, Brad, do you want to say it? <laughs> um, grow up and shut up. You're not your brother's keeper. Let him do what he needs it's to do. It's not your brother, first of all. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Let first. the record show, Your Honor. <laughs> I love the concept of building a case against these people. Uh, hey, and she B, is not the boss. And B, Opie is not your brother. <laughs> what would that? What would Opie be not be like a like a weird nephew? Yeah, a cousin. Be what does a, that mean? No, it's his. It's his. It, Aunt B is Opie's great aunt, so great aunt meaning yeah, so it's, it's his. But a great aunt is your grandparents' sibling, correct? Correct. Just making hundred percent sure because it's it's and it's Andy's aunt B, so it would be Opie's great aunt. But he calls her aunt B still because right. everyone because no one no one says great aunt because that's weird. Well, how often does a great aunt affect your life in that way? Oh, I was I was pretty close with with my grandparents' uh, brothers and sisters. It's a different world. I, I, I don't think I've been that close with them. My aunt Sue, my aunt Amy, um, my aunt Clessie May. 
Ah, yes. Well, there you go. That's not outside their own possibility. Huh. But you wouldn't call them great aunts. No, no. That is technically their designate, but... Uh, I love the amount of detail we get from this person's real, It's a real story there. Not your brother's keeper. Let him do his thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the fact that, like, um, she's been staying she's been staying over more often lately, presumably because we live much closer to her job than her parents, although it hasn't been outright brought to my attention. She and I talked a few nights ago about sometimes getting our shoes confused in the morning. What are you... There's something so genuine about this, like, hmm, I'm not going to say anything. But then also being really nice to someone's face the next morning, like, oh my god, are you here? Oh my god, our shoes almost got confused. It's so weird. How do you confuse your shoes? That's, I mean, they both have small feet. Well, first of all, well, why aren't your shoes near you at all times? Where, That's a good what's question. What's this common area where you're leaving shoes at? For some people, it's limp sinking. For some people, it's why do you have your shoes in the common area at the front door where they could get confused? Like, that is gross. You would never go to a ball pit or anything like that as a kid because you have to put your shoes out oh, front and they're not on your gross. feet. So gross. It's a nightmare for you. That's fine. I also am someone if, that keeps... I have my shoes on right now and yeah, I'm in my house. I just... I gotta have my shoes on. Yeah. If, if I... If... Because I... If I ever end up in a scenario when I go to someone's house and it's one of those like, oh, sorry, we don't wear shoes in the house. Please take off your shoes. I'm going to leave and go and buy a pair of brand new shoes and then come back to their house. And then I will put the brand new shoes on in their house. There you go. Like that's 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 assuming a scenario where I do need to be in their house for some reason. I think most point I would just be like, "Mm, sorry, goodbye forever. What if they ask you to put things on your bottom of your shoe? Like, look, I just have a weird thing about shoes inside the house. Can you put on these, like, shoe gloves? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Do you want the blue ones or do you want the purple ones? We have two colors. Uh, I'll put on the purple ones. We just bought these and no one's opened them yet. Thank you. You're the first person to wear the purple ones. I was just helping you get prepared for this role that you may be going through. Like, you can wear shoes in my house. I mean, we wear shoes all the time. Of course. So you're safe here. Humans. Yeah. Like, I had that no shoes in the house bullshit. Gross. I mean, some would say that shoes are gross inherently because they touch a lot of dirty things outside. My question is, what the fuck are you walking on that's so dirty? Every, every, everything, well, everything on the ground is filthy. I agree. Very Absolutely. true. Um, I, but I just grant that, like, just clean your floors. Also, never. That's also very true. Never be on the floor. Never eat anything off the floor, as we've discussed, because there's no way around that not being a nightmare. Um, just, like, avoid floors. I mean, that's a, it seems like a sound strategy. Yeah. Avoid your floor. Yeah. Wear your shoes. Also- Don't get them confused with other people. How, there's a house shoe. A house shoe. A slipper. Shoes off at the front door. Here's some slips. Would you do with that? What if someone says, you gotta take your shoes off, but we hear some, we have a closet full of assorted house slippers that are brand new. We, we, okay. you can take them with you when you go. If it's a, if it's a brand new, but I'm, I'm not doing communal slippers. And I'm very no. suspect. I need I need to see that these are like also well also I, I, assuming it would fit me because again yes. I have a, a freakishly wide foot. Sir, we have a size twelve extra wide. Well, you were twelve or an eleven? I can't remember. So it's yeah. 11, 11 and a half extra wide. Will a twelve do? Is it okay? Sure. To do a 12? I, They're I can, brand I new. Can get by. I can get by on that. These are a hundred and thirty dollar house shoes that are yours just oh, for wow. showing up. Cool. Sweet. So, does it more How often? much? Okay. So recently, Nike has released 
are about to release affordable uh, self-lacing shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this only because it was in the news circuit today about it, and some people were talking about how affordable these were versus the old ones. What do you think is affordable for a self-lacing shoe, Brad? How much would you pay for the novelty of self-lacing shoes? Now, let me tell you what all they do. They have lights on the side of them, but that's not the main feature. They have two buttons in the sole. Yes, you have to charge your shoes. Just know that. Um, But you press a button, uh, or through a setting, you can tighten them and loosen them. You get them to what size you want. You can, once they're set, instant release, unlace, take your foot out of it, put your foot in, hit it, instant back to where you had it once you set it. I've been buying the same pair of boots for seven years now. Um, And I think the last time I bought a pair, they were $86. Um, I don't have to lace them up at all. Um, Oh, you just zip in from the side? No, you just slide them on. Oh, sliders. Just, Just slide them on. Just a pair of boots. You just slide them on. So you wouldn't pay anything for self lacing shoes? I, I'm I'm gonna say that if for some reason I wanna I wanna have a full out Back to the Future um, costume scenario in my life for some reason I on a real weird whim I could be convinced to possibly drop a hundred and forty three dollars. Wow, you know nothing of. I would say people's affinity for sneakers and how much they'll pay for sneakers. The new Nike shoes are affordable are, I want to say 350 to $380. Never. That's down from the original ones because the original ones were the back to the future shoe. They made one of those. That was like their first self lacing shoe that you could get. And I want to say they were 600 or $800, like out the gate. No, no. If not more than that, like they may have been a grand. No way. It's insane. No way. Especially when you think about this is just for people who like sneakers. Someone was trying to say that, oh, this is awesome that Nike did this because this is for people who have like um, like a handicap and they can't tie their shoes. Like that must be why Nike made this technology. Bullshit. And there was a pause. I was like, you do know that the first version of this, the non-affordable, was basically the Back to the Future self-lacing shoe. They looked at me like I was crazy. Like, what are you talking about? I was like, dummy, look it up. <laughs> this is well documented. That's the only reason Nike made these shoes, because it's not practical. I can tie my own fucking shoes. Like, it's not like a big deal. And we have slide-on shoes that are fine. Exactly. There's there's so many shoes that don't even require, don't even require lacing. Like, it's a novelty. I, I love my boots. Again, I've bought three or four pair of the, of the same boots, and I love them. And they're great. I don't know if I could pay 300 plus dollars for self-lacing shoes unless these are also going to be my joking or like my my fun house jordans which i do want one day just a pair of jordans to kick around that like specifically just a pair of shoes that i never wear outside they're just the shoe my house shoes brad would be a pair of jordans mainly just for the concept of someone having jordans expensive shoes and just wearing them around the house to me it's fun um and if those were self-lacing then sure why not but that's about it i would not no. I can't. Wouldn't. Why? Cannot. Jonathan, please let us know how much how much would Jonathan wore Velcro shoes through his first year of college? How much would he pay for self-lacing shoes? I mean Velcro's pretty nice, man. Vera's got half lace house Velcro on her Nikes. We got her Nikes for Christmas. Um she loves them. 
The kid literally saw them in the package, looked at us, smiled, and then presented her feet for us to put them on. Because nice. she didn't want to put them on. She was like, please. Like, she just looked at us and was like, all right, these are my new shoes. Never taking them off. Loves those things. Nice. Like this kid. She likes snow. She likes dogs. She likes wearing shoes. <laughs> That's three check boxes for a winner to, for, in my book. She started to lip sync, and I don't know how to handle it. Oh, boy. Oh. I'm kidding. She has Alex, listen. You have, to, you have to love your daughter no matter what. That's a movie I want to see. Someone who has a nonsensical hatred for something, and then because of someone they love, or something they love, they have to come to terms with it. And at the end of that movie, you'll see me on stage lip syncing with my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a real rage out um, recently. Um, oh, boy. I, I mean, not, not that they're not uncommon, but, like, this one, like, really, you know, this one almost took me by surprise. <laughs> Um, so it was, it was late at night and I was forced to go to a Walmart because I had to pick up something. And like, as I was pulling in, it was kind of late. So there, there wasn't a lot of people there, but there was like nowhere to park because there were fucking like carts everywhere, just oh. carts all over the place. And I, so you couldn't actually park in any of the parking spaces because there were carts all over the place, which is a really annoying. So I go Is that what take the rage? That was just the, the pre, that, that was, was like setting preamble. the stage. That's just set up. That's just set up. Um, so I go and I get the stuff I gotta get. And I'm leaving, and there's these two fucking dudes, just these two fucking assholes, and they are parked very near, like, the thing where you return the carts. Like, it is it is closer for them to take the cart to where you return the cart than to where they drug it into the middle of a parking space. Hmm. And, like, I fucking saw red. I was so... <laughs> so fucking pissed off and i just fucking went off on these guys because <laughs> like what you, how are you so fucking lazy it's closer to take the card over there why the fuck are you walking over here lazy <laughs> why did this set you off shit. so much I, I think it was just like the fact that like there was carts everywhere and like i had such a hard time finding a place to park when i got there and it was stupid i'm like why don't people like why don't people just put the carts where they go like, it's oh, not true. that hard to put a cart where it goes. Like, why are you doing that? But these assholes were going out of their way to put a cart in the middle of a parking space. Like, they yeah, went they around changed. my car. So, here was, here was their van. Okay, one space up and one over is the place where you turn the cart. Put the cart. Yes, like a civilized human being. They instead, there was their van, then there was an empty space, then there was my car... Then there was an empty space. Then there was another empty space with a cart already kind of in it. They took their cart to be with the other cart. That's crazy. That's fucking insane. That's like, crazy. What is your fucking problem? Just put the cart where it goes. What was their reaction to you yelling at them? Um, first confusion. <laughs> <laughs> because somebody's yelling at them about where they put a cart. <laughs> what? Which I get, I get. But I had Hell to get yeah. it off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> Because it really it just like just seeing because it's such a weird fucking lazy piece of shit move. Like I littering and like leaving a cart in random places. Like what is your fucking problem? Those are two things that there's absolutely no excuse for. Like there's no way around it. You're just a piece of shit when you do that. What did they do after they were confused? 
Um, like, was there an altercation? Were they just like, oh, then they, quiet, old man? Then, well, then they tried to argue with me, and I did not let up. Argue? So I just kept. And then for a second, I think they thought about having a fight. Um, and then they just, like, you know, then they just left. Argue with you? Sir, I obviously have to put this cart here. This cart needs a parking space. Oh, yeah, this is a special yeah, cart. It was, it was real. Like, I'm like, fuck off. Like, I just, I just hope I put a little bit of shame in them, because there's no excuse. Like, when it comes down to it. Like, it's inexcusable. It's absolutely inexcusable. Very true. So it's not like they could, it's not like they had any ground to stand on, except the fact that who cares? But I care. And, and I felt the need to tell them. So hopefully in the future, they feel a little pang of shame that someone may yell at them in a weird, loud, angry manner. We should shame people more in that it respect. Needs to like be social done. shaming it's and important. things that are that bad. A little bit of bullying is good for society. Is that really bullying? Because you're just question like, okay, yelling at a kid in the parking lot. I'm assuming they were children. If they were adults, fuck these people. Oh no, they were right like in their twenties. They were like in their twenties. Oh fuck those kids. Yeah. Yeah. Still kids, in my opinion. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, how else are they supposed to learn not to do that? Other than they should have known not to do that for their entire life. Like it breaks a social norm to the point of like, dude, don't do that. Just like figure out how where dare the thing you to put the card is. Put it I don't there. think that's bullying. Like, it would have been bullying if you had, like, said, hey, kid, and they're like, what? And you, ja- like, you jacked them up against their van and whispered in their ear something like, you're never going to do that again, are you, you big dummy? And here's the thing. And only like, dummies put carts in the body. Like, you're not bullying them. You're just yeah. socially shaming them. Because, I mean, that's yeah. that's not bullying. Yeah. yeah. And I do genuinely believe if, if at any point somebody actually does want to get into a fight with me when I go into a rage, they don't have a chance. I mean, if it's a rage, Brad, you have to be careful. I feel like I feel like I, I feel like I, I I can fully hulk out, and I don't I don't think anyone could take me down in a rage. But I'm also bizarrely nonviolent. I don't think I, I I can't imagine really a scenario where I would actually. I mean, someone would have to instigate a fight, and then I would have to be forced to. I'm I'm relatively sure at this point in my life, I could never like you know I would never begin a fight. That would never happen. But uh, I don't, I don't really, I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of people that could take me out in a full rage. Most people never can tip into that, like, super primal animalistic skill of our, like, full-on rages. It would be hard to get me to a rage. Like, it would take more than well, just mean, lip-syncing in cars parked in the parking state. cars parked, um... Unless someone had, like, a, a five-car garage and, ten, like, five cars were parked on the street. Okay, what if somebody turns their five-car garage into a lip-sync uh, um, party spot? That's the thing that's... What's fine with that is that singing they're in all, their own singing space. Singing all their favorite country songs. And by singing, I mean lip-syncing their favorite country songs. The thing that would be okay with that is a technicality. Is there an excuse for them to have their cars on the side, on the street? At oh, by the point, way, they live across is. the street from you. Oh, still okay. Why? Because I know now that their garage is they're using as a party space, and I can kind of understand why you park inside the road for that. But hey you're also Al, doing it temporarily. Hey you mind if I my park in front of your place? We just need a little bit of space to put all the cars. Everybody's coming over to lip sync some Billy Ray Cyrus. Come on over if you want to, Al. <laughs> they also call you Al. See, th- this does not set me into a rage. Mm. This would be fine. I'd be like, you know what? It's not my thing, but thank you. And maybe I would go over to be neighborly just to see what I mean. I would be cringing on the inside. The thing that would make that the things that make these things like inexcusable parking on the side of the road when you do doing that every day when you have an empty garage, it's not being used for anything. Okay. 
I have an empty driveway, a garage, and all my cars are out on the street because I can, because I choose to. There's something in that that bothers me. And much the same way of, look, I could put this cart in the cart thing, but I choose to make sure that it goes in this empty parking space because I'm an asshole. I'm the worst person in the world. But if your garage is being used to like for storage, sure, your parking, your your driveway is empty. Why aren't you driving in your driveway? Um, all these things are technicality. Now, the lip syncing thing is a little different because I don't know why yet that really just immediately sparks a, like some sort of thing within me. All right, all right. I'm just gonna catalog that for future files. <laughs> the all lip sync episode <laughs> of Ramjay. <laughs> that would just be an episode of us playing music. <laughs> <laughs> but listeners would know there'd be somewhere I was just seething. <laughs> That's the fun with that. Defo. Um, Alex, I, there's I, there's some other people that need some help. There's some there's some friends we haven't talked to in a while. These are our pals on TalkParanormalForum.com, which has not changed the name of their website in a very long time, if ever. Why do the Mormons change their website name so often? That's what I want to know. So no one catches them. Drama. No <laughs> one catches them. There's a lot of Aunt B's just like stirring the pot over there in the Mormon world that we don't see because we'll, all we have is the like the digital... Mormons on Mormon Hub. If you self-identify as an Aunt B, Jesus fuck, that is. I'm this, roughly the same age as this other guy. Yeah, I'm his Aunt B, and I'm worried that he's having sex with a girl. That isn't me. Like I don't even know how to unpack. That. I mean, who knows what's really going on there? A lot there. Um, <clears throat> hi guys, I'm just a Christina Collins. Lame. Why are you using a real name? It's not. Has Ooh. anyone has anyone try any of those quote? Spiritual soaps? What? Hello, everyone, and evening, comma. <clears throat> Are they saying hello to the evening? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Dude, they believe soaps have spirits in them. They're saying hello to the evening. Hello, everyone, and evening. I was searching today and managed to find a few things from a spiritual store. I've never <laughs> seen anything like them before. <laughs> They're called, quote, spiritual soaps. Here's hmm. the link. Alex, I'm going to send you a link here. Hold on. Please hold. So, my God, if this is a Rick roll, that'll be the funniest thing. Can't do it now because I called it. Never gonna give you. I went to a spiritual store and found a few things, as opposed to the last few times where all there was was smoke and what looked like a garden. <laughs> this is originalbotanical.com slash spiritual soaps. Make our spiritual soaps a part of your important daily rituals. It is believed that soaps scented with herbal and floral essential oil inherit the spiritual significance of the herbs and flowers used in making them. <laughs> Original products, specially made spiritual soaps, are scented with the same fragrances we use in our magical and essential oils and can be used for a variety of rituals. Well, bathroom? Like, sudsing rituals? Um, Alex, are you, did you get this link? Yeah, dude. I, I see oh, okay. love soap. I see money drawing we soap. Money I see drawing fast soap. luck soap. Fast luck soap. What is fast luck? Fast luck. You need luck. You need fast. I mean, I I was thinking that it might be more than just its face value, but I guess, yeah, I need luck fast for $4.95, um, please. Jinx removing soap. Hi, John the Conqueror soap. <laughs> Go away evil soap. St. Michael soap. Seven African power soap. That's my favorite. Uncrossing soap. Ruda soap. Ruda soap in a box. Florida water soap. Um... <laughs> Definitely not magical, trust. Um, jackpot soap. Oh, here you go, Alex. Cinnamon soap. Oh. Patchouli soap. Ugh. 
That's that's not soap. That's gross. Yep. Brad, it's a spiritual soap. Oh god. Patchou- I, I want soap to get patchouli away from me. Um sulfur soap, domination soap, find a boyfriend soap. <laughs> Is there like a voodoo doll inside it? There's like a little kid in yeah. the soap, like a little figurine. Job hunting soap, Martha the Dominator soap, <laughs> pheromone soap, Quita Calzon soap, protection soap, African black soap, racist, blue soap, also racist, carbolic soap, and Dudu Osun soap, D U D U O S U N. The heck is this? It's an African black soap crafted entirely from natural ingredients and herbs. Many, many of them are handpicked in Africa. They're not exclusively African. Um, there, back to the uh, the question from um, Christina Collins. There seems to be a lot of different ones, ranging from good luck to actual to actual love soaps. I was wondering if anyone had tried them, and if so, have they worked before? Question mark. Thanks, everyone. CC smiley face. Brad, just in case you were curious, there's eight reviews on the money drawing soap, mm-hmm. and money drawing soap is described thusly. Wash daily with your money-drawing soap to enhance your ability to attract money and riches. This specially formulated money-drawing soap has a delightful aroma and will help undo your money block and help open your path to prosperity. Guy, I didn't know money block was a thing that you could have on your skin to get that you need soap to take away. I had so much money block on me for a while. It was crazy. Um, Alex, uh, this is domination soap. Use our dominating Yote domino soap to grasp complete control over someone or something. Say this prayer as you wash with the soap. I can do more than you even... I can do... I can do even more than you even though you try to get over on me. I am the one and only. I dominate you to the point where you do everything I say. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) This is soap, right? I can just buy. Yeah, yeah, and just say that prayer. Three ounces, bar soap. More than you, even though you try to get over on me, I am the one and only, and I dominate you to the point where you do everything I say. (laughs) Anything you can do, I can do better. I this is soap. Mansies. This is so weird. Spiritual soap. Um. Besides the term, besides the phrase grow up and shut up, which I think has to, because I don't think, one, spiritual, spirits are a thing. And I also, if, if soap inherits spiritual qualities from the thing that it's derived from, organic, like flowers or herbs, does that mean that everything that's derived from something like that is spiritual? Like, would any food that you prepare be spiritual in the fact that it gets essence from the spirit? That you baked it from or I cooked mean, it from? That's a great question. Which uh, that does okay, Alex. I got it. Got sorry for you. I need to read the cinnamon. Cinnamon soap says nothing. It says it's a cinnamon well, it's cinnamon soap from Landman and Kemp. Well, oh, yeah, it's self-explanatory. Well, what cinnamon's going to do for you? Anticlimactic. Yeah. I don't think all these are spiritual soaps. I think they're lying to us. Um, well, somebody responded. Um, Punky Punky says, hmm. "No experience with soaps, but it seems similar in theory and marketing." To spiritual oils and powders. I trust them based on who makes this stuff. <laughs> Whoa, witches? Like, what the hell? Hmm. Oh, I trust that love soap. It's the same thing as a... If anything, it's more practical than a scented oil, because scented oil is just scents. Where soap is actually, I guess, in theory, getting you clean, or can, and also has a scent. Um, Am I wrong on that? Another person writes, I, I haven't tried that. 
because I've never seen something like that before as well. But I'm using water taken from certain places for my bath periodically, ellipses. Gross. That means they're taking a bath like once a month and they're taking water from other places to do it. She writes back, Uh-oh. cool. I heard Florida water is good, though I'm unsure what it is. <laughs> Brad, what is Florida water soap? Like, well, what is a Florida water? According to Punky, Florida water is a citrus scented cologne, our cleaning supply, or something. I honestly don't know what it's originally supposed to be used for, but I've seen it used on bodies, floors, and cars indiscriminately. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so one of the reviews, a five-star review of the Florida bath soap, the spirit, my apologies, Florida spiritual bath soap says this. I love it. I use Florida water soap as well as a few drops of Florida in my bath, and I love it. What does a few drops of Florida mean? Oh, can't be anything good. Um, it can't be anything good. I mean, I use Florida water in all of my showers. Yeah. Maybe How are things? Florida. And things are looking up for you now, friend. They are. They are. That's very true. You don't see anybody selling uh, Cincinnati water. <laughs> Unless you consider their chili, which is mostly water. And you can buy that in any, any store. That's true. The concept of things having spiritual essences of other things is just like, come on. Well, you say that. Um, I got one more question here. Oh. <clears throat> hey, guys. I'm just a sponge. I'm a newcomer. Oh. Hey, sponge. Um, sponge has a question. <clears throat> I have recently come into possession of a human skull, legally. <laughs> I was wondering if anyone knew of magical practices that might include a disembodied human skull. Huh. Interesting. The disembodied human skull, huh? Like, what rituals you can use with that? Huh. I... How? I... Legal means? Was it like a cadaver body or something? Um... I'm scrolling through this uh, to see if there's any explanation (laughs) of where the skull came from. (laughs) So far it's a lot of people being like, what? How did you come across this skull? She just seems to be like, um... Who cares? It, they're dead. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Which I think is a fun way to go with it. But the person who owned the skull originally might have had ish- issue with what I am doing. You really need to understand the have in that sentence. She might have, but not anymore because she is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just explain where you got this fucking skull? I need. To, we all need to know. A lot, of, a lot of people trying to get to the bottom of this. Why are you getting mad? Because it's not what I sought, I assure you, anyway. You ask what I'm trying to do, but you already answered your own question when you said, asking total random strangers for a magic skull ritual. Why are you insulting me? (laughs) Because you're asking about what to do with a skull. And everyone's like, what is your deal? Sorry, I'm just reading through this. Everyone's just pretty much like, what is your fucking deal? That seems disrespectful to to the deceased. (laughs) Well... As, uh, somebody mentioned something about, what about the family of the person whose skull this is? Do you think that's disrespectful? Um, she writes, as for family, if I was able to buy her skull, she obviously didn't care too much about it, and her family (laughs) would have understood that. (laughs) So this person just bought a skull. Hoping to do some magic with it. And, like, just, like, everyone's just, like, talking shit, and, like, what do you expect to 
to seek with the, and what kind of outcome are you looking for? And she writes in all caps, rituals of any kind that <laughs> skulls. <laughs> Look, I got a skull. I want to do magic with it. Um, no one asked me what I wanted to do with the soap that I bought that was spiritual. It's just something like, come on. I do love that. Like, this whole thing is like, people are like, what is your fucking deal, weirdo? Um, we don't, that's not the kind of thing we do around here. And she's like, look, I'm just looking for a ritual to use a skull. And everyone's I mean, like, make, mm, you're weird. Make one up. Put on a production of Hamlet. I mean. Why do you think this weird. is any more, any, any more ridiculous than anything else on this website? That's a good comment. Wow. Taking it, that's a. Okay, that's a real question in the middle of that. I'm just going to go to the end here and see if we get any sort of... Have I talked about my experience with watching a show called The Masked Singer with Joey yet on the show? Yeah, I think you, you mentioned that in the last app. And that I thought David Hasselhoff was one of the people. Mm-hmm. Was he? Okay, good. I don't know yet. Oh. We haven't watched the second episode. Yeah, so so uh, no no rituals with Frisco? Nothing I can think of. Again, other than like putting on protection of Hamlet or using the skull for something like That's figure good. drawing, getting some people around, like, hey, let's do a still life of the skull I and a fruit basket or something, which some for some reason people do, whatever. I think you just put a nice big candle on it, make it into like a little candle holder situation. So oh, put a spiritual eyes. candle on it. Yeah, you mean it. It's a real Vincent Price uh, sort of, uh, of uh, decor piece. Hmm, very true. But that's not really a ritual per se. But I mean, hey, you got to start somewhere. Well, Who knows? Oh, maybe okay. Maybe you take the skull and then like you play your favorite song and you sort of lip sync uh, along with the. No, hmm? not at all. Ah, that makes more sense than people lip syncing to me. Doing that with a skull is like starting to do puppetry, and I can see how that would turn into a skill. All right, and that's okay. fine. Okay, but you. Pit that against someone beside them actually lip syncing like a living person. I'm like, the skull's on the right. Okay, what if you do a duet and um, lip syncing um, and it's you and you puppeting the the skull, but you're lip syncing? No, you got a person lip syncing. I just told you that if I put someone beside the skull lip syncing that it's it's a foul. That's a double foul. All right, all right, all right, well. I really don't know why that bothers me so much, but it really does. Like there's something that's so, I just don't, I can't, I don't like it. Hey. Would never get violent about it. Would never want to hurt someone. No. Obviously. Like, I'm not going to yell at kids in a parking lot because they didn't put their card up, which you should have done. I'm not going to yell at people to, like, start singing, you idiots. I might. I don't know yet. We'll see how it goes. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. It's been a really fun episode, this cash app in this yeah. casual month of January. Get at us. We got a Facebook group people love. Go there and talk about stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Email us, call us, whatever you want to do. We got a, uh, a website called ramjackpodcast.com. See past, uh, listen to past episodes. Just chill out. It's cool. I was just reading about High John the Conqueror soap. Wash with our High John the Conqueror soap to gain strength and power. Also, very effective to use before going to court to gain a positive outcome. Wow. It really gives you the market that they're going for for all of these soaps. You go, you go into the, you gotta go before to the judge. You gotta plead your case. You're representing yourself. Gotta get this soap. Chapo's just uh, washing up with that soap. It's all he's been using. It's all he's been using. Hope it helps him out. If only it was that easy. And friends, if you get a real slap on the wrist by your Aunt B that's only three years older than you for having a house associate over and having suspect squeaks in the night, Maybe you should question your reality.
it's a weird reality. Is everything like a metaphor for the Andy Griffith show? Is there someone at the house they call Andy? (laughs) (laughs) Who would you want to be if Ramjack was a metaphor for the Andy Griffith show? Nancy. Which one of us is Barney? Which is Andy? Is that a question we can even ask? That's a that's a tough call. That's, <laughs> that's a, tough a tough call. call. I don't want to make that call, friend. No. Which who's Jonathan? Ooh, who's Jonathan? I don't know. I don't want to. I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, I don't feel wanna. like we're gonna get in trouble. We're gonna get in trouble no matter what. <laughs> I, I feel like. We're Do we in have trouble. a not be? I mean, if I if I have to cast it, and apparently I do, <laughs> I think. I think your Aunt B. Interesting. I could. I, I'm okay with Aunt B. I think because I think you're more Aunt B than I'm Aunt B. Oh, so, definitely. I mean, let's be real. I think. I think just because of I, uh, lack of options, I think I have to be Andy, and I think Jonathan has to be Barney. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. You, There's nothing wrong with Barney. <laughs> Barney, he's the most. He's everyone's favorite character. Exactly. He brings the fun. He brings the spice. I think when you go for the essence of the character, yes, that works. Nobody wants to be Gomer or Goober. I wasn't even thinking we have a Gomer or Goober on this show. Nobody wants to be Floyd the Barber. Someone could have been Opie. Nobody wants to be Opie. No one wants to be Opie, but someone could have been Opie, and we, we're not. We don't have an Opie. We have an Aunt B. No, we don't have an Opie. We have the main no. cast. No. We have no, we have no Opies. No Opies allowed. <laughs> Opie died in our end of the show. <laughs> Because now ours is an alternate version of yeah. It's a mirror universe, not too unlike Star Trek. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Alex, are you gonna make me a pie? I don't know. It depends. I mean, I'm real sad since my son died. Quick question: Should I call the man to get this thing? Who are the people? Who are the traveling minstrels? Not traveling minstrels, but the country people that sing songs. We don't have enough people on the show. To fully we, cast an Andy Griffith show-ish thing. There were country. There were traveling minstrels on the Andy Griffith show? They weren't traveling minstrels. They were country folk that lived in the country and stayed there until they oh, came into like, town. Oh, yeah. The people yeah, that yeah, sing Dooley. You yeah, know, Dooley, crazy, like, something in the people. holler. Yeah, the crazy mountain folk. The, their daughter loved uh, Andy. Yeah, I vaguely gotta, remember that. We gotta watch more Matlock. That's, I want a month of that's, Matlock, please. Yeah, that's. That, I think we need a month of Matlock. Is, is a month of Matlock and a month of Mr. T, and I'm going to be oh. damn happy. Do we do alliteration? March is the Mr. T month. May well, is the Matlock I, month. I was thinking we do Mr. T um, in preparation for Mr. T's birthday. When is his birthday? Mr. T's birthday. Well, let me check my calendar because it's on there. It's got to be. Um, it's, it's the first thing I put on my calendar. Um, you open the phone. You charged it. This is great. I love this new phone. It Count is. the lenses, and then you put Mr. T's birthday in your phone. It's uh, May 21st. Hmm. As you can see, Mr. T's birthday, not on a plane. <laughs> so May would be a good month for Mr. T. Not that we had to figure yeah. that out now. Again, cash, right, just right, thinking right, it right. out. Just working things. I mean, I know we have mon- we have to do a monster uh, April Anarchy in May in the beginning of May as well. Truth. But, Truth. But we could, we listen, we could... We could start. We could start with um, monsters, and then spin because a maze will be. Oh, there's a there's a quite a few weeks in May. I mean, we just fill the rest of those weeks with the. We could we could put up we could put the April Anarchy out on the first, and then we could we could still have four weeks of Mister T. I like this idea. This is planning. This is how this is how it comes together, guys. <laughs> Working it out. Thanks for sticking around, guys, to hear the secrets. You don't see this on the Andy Griffith show, but <laughs> Aunt B and Andy would often talk about <laughs> what they would do with a couple of months. Yeah. 
and I've seen some things. People moving faster than the speed of sound, faster than a speeding bullet. People living like Superman all day and all night. And I won't say if it's wrong or I won't say if it's right. I'm pretty fast myself. But I do have some advice to pass along right here in the words of this song. If you wanna keep on 